I have my dissatisfaction with politics and I also see the power in politics. And then on a bigger level, like even you saying these conversations, I, I always think of economies. It's beautiful that the Black Power Movement and other movements that were like, hey, let's, let's control our means of production. I love that model. I also know those are just fractions. And I, in my head, I'm like, what would it be to be part of the leadership of this country with that type of thinking? You know, to that level where you have that type of power, where you're, you're not just saying, hey, you know, we're here in the neighborhood. It's like, no, we're, we're a country with that type of mentality. Um, that's honestly been kind of like my dream, you know, to be part of something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think being sent to Ecuador every summer allowed me to look at things in a different way, where it, was just, it wasn't just New York. It wasn't just U.S. It was like, hold on, there's a whole other continent that exists and, and has suffered from the consequences of this empire. And so like, I, I just envisioned that. I, I think the hopeful side of me is like, that can be attainable. I'm not saying a half right away. It might, you know, who knows? We, we don't know God. We don't know the universe. But that is a hope of mine. There, there'll be a point. Hopefully, I'll be part of that too, where it's just like, yes, now, now we're here. <laughs> and with this state of mind, this way of thinking to be like, okay, what does this look like? So um, when I was at Columbia, right, uh, my advisor his thing was Latin America and the Caribbean. He was the head of the Latin American Institute at Columbia. And um, he was friends with Michael Manley, who had been the prime minister in Jamaica just a few years before I was in grad school. He had been voted out of office. This was like in 1981-82. And he gave a seminar at Columbia, man, which I took with him. And, you know, he told me about negotiating with the Reagan administration. He's like, you know, a left-wing dude, man. Here he is. He's in, he's in power. It's a black country, but he's got a right-wing party. He's got the progressive party, but there's also a conservative party on the island. And that's constantly in tension. And here he is negotiating with the Reagan administration, man. His economist, this guy Norman Gervon, whose book I had read. And so they're doing all the numbers, man. What can they ask for and what are they going to get? You know, and all it's like, that's really, yeah, the goal, right? Is to put all these ideas into action. The thing is that you can't just put them into action because you may have to negotiate with the Reagan administration, right? And you need them at least not to be in with you, right? If you're going to make this go, it's the kind of responsibility that can break you down. But, you know, some, some of us want that. And I think it's, it's the flip side of that, too. It's like, what if you're the Reagan administration? You know what I'm saying? That's where my mind state is at. It's like less like being, let's say, a, a diplomat from Ecuador speaking to the people that have the power. It's like, no, it's the reverse. The people of power speaking to a Michael Manley type person. Like, okay. Like, what do you have in mind? Because mm -hmm. we're here, <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. I, it's, it's, it's an ambitious goal, but it's like, I think that's one of the driving forces of honestly why I'm alive. I have that. I have that fire. And I'm like, hey, if I die, whatever. I know that is the ultimate vision to, to be at that point. 